Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another brand new episode of the Collider Games podcast. My name is Dennis Zen. I'm here with Joshua Vayers. Yes, and we're going to talk about some game news. Not a lot of big news mm. this week, but a lot of kind of medium to small news. Yeah. And run through. Actually, we're, we're supposed to have Tom Reinman here from uh, the Collider website team. He actually got to go to – I was supposed to go to Doom. I talked about it last yeah. week. <laughs> did not get to go to Doom because oh, something came up. But he did go to play Doom Eternal. Uh, he played the first like three hours of is, it. Is that where we got that footage from? Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you look up on yeah. on the YouTube channel right now, the Collider Games YouTube channel, you'll see 15 minutes of gameplay footage that he, he uh, played. Uh, also, he has uh, he was supposed to come and talk about Mortal Kombat 11, the Joker DLC. He got to play that. Uh, some of that footage is on the website as well, or sorry, the YouTube channel as well, also on the website. Uh, but yeah, hopefully, maybe next week he'll come and talk. To us about that. Um, well, uh, let's start off the fir- with the first one. This one I was super excited. You sent yeah. this to me. Which... I, I, I knew you'd be excited when I saw this as well. Yes, because it's one of my favorite games. And of... we had speculations. We thought, like, I mean, we we've said in previous podcasts that we we thought that there was definitely going to be delays. And yeah. and well, I I mean, according to the piece of news we got, you know. Uh-huh. I guess they, well, they said they're done with the game. They're just tweaking the final scene of the game. Yeah, uh, Half Life Alex. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're, we keep speculating that it's going to be delayed because everyone else is delayed. But they're like, it's done. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about Valve time. They said, yes. <laughs> Don't worry about Valve. It's not even Valve time. I'm worried about you know, um, just everyone's doing it. Like we we have another. We're going to talk about the Dying Light Two mm-hmm. delayed. With no release date uh, later, but so is but to them they're like it's done, it's ready. They've been working on this, and then the index has been uh, the index is sold out in every single place that except well I think they said except for one place everywhere you can buy a Valve index it's been sold out mm-hmm. or pre order one it's been sold out except for one place they said which means that I they're I guess they're like they're on top of things they're like mm-hmm. things are going well uh, the, the exact phrase they used was. They doubt that there will be a delay. They highly doubt there will be one, I think. I mean, they yeah. said the game is done. They're just doing bug fixes and polishing. Yeah. Unless, like, it's one of those things where someone finds something last minute. Like, 
I mean, we'll talk about it just now to talk about Dragon Ball Z, but there was a 10 gig pa- day one patch <laughs> to, to, G- to DBZ, mm-hmm. which uh, I didn't play it before the day one patch, but um, according to whatever they added, it was, I'm very glad that I played it with that day one patch. So, I don't know. I'm, I think it, lo- it looks promising. If, they, if the game's done, like, what other reasons could they have except for maybe they want more sales on the index or something? I don't know. Mm, yeah. I mean... Look, if it's done, it's that's great. If it's actually going to come out in March, that's mm. awesome. Um, I I did, highly doubted it before, but I guess now that they're saying this, I'm a little more confident that I mean they, they, be, they would be shooting themselves in the foot, Dennis, if they did delay yeah, it after like, this. <laughs> like why why you know like if they had to do if they had to do a delay, they'd really be shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. Even if it's like especially a delay. since they're so emphatic about this, yeah. like it's done. We're just. They, so they plan on releasing gameplay videos yeah, like, before launch that are going to show gameplay elements that use the VR specific, like showing us why this is in VR, mm-hmm. what what kind of gameplay things that you can't get from just using a controller, which I think is very very cool. Yeah, um, you know, I bought not just for this game, but I bought I bought a new graphics card for my computer because mine was outdated, couldn't run like even the simplest VR games. Oh damn! So I bought uh, a new graphics card. From a computer, I, th- I got a RTX 2060 okay. EVGA because uh, they 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 kind of introduced this kind of lower cost line for it. Um, I think it was like three hundred bucks. Uh, is, do, you, do you know if that has anything to do with the whole data mining thing? Like I know every now and then graphics cards become either tremendously more expensive because of data mining and then there are times where they become extremely uh, cheaper because of I data mining. They, and bit, Bitcoin mining, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, I think that has died down a little bit. Um, so the prices are a bit more regulated now. Yeah, I, I think they are trying to compete against AMD because AMD mm. has a card that's supposed to be comparable performance. You're talking it, about the Ryzen 5? I forgot which which model it was, but they had a graphics card that was comparable, and they lowered the cost, or they their cost was like two hundred and eighty. So they got to match it. Yeah, uh, yeah RTX twenty sixties were closer to the three hundred fifty three hundred sixty dollar range. How much RAM are you running nowadays? I have twenty four gigs of RAM. Oh, so, so. you have yeah. Plenty, so you that's the thing is my VR, processor yeah. and my RAM are decent enough, even though it's an older computer, but. So my graphics card was not. So mm-hmm. I felt like instead of buying a whole new computer, I just need to swap out the graphics card. I still haven't installed it yet, so I was let, saying, it remains to be seen. I'm kind of in a – speaking about computer parts while we're on this topic, I'm kind of at a catch-22 where it's like um, I'm obviously, like I said, moving at the end of February. Yeah. And my question is to myself really is I need to get a new graphics card and some more RAM. I got, mm-hmm. I got 8 gigs of RAM. I, pref- I prefer to have 16, no less than that. Yeah, yeah 16 you know I mean? is it's minimum. Nowadays, it's minimum. Yeah, like I've got this computer so long ago. It's 8 gigs is what you need on a laptop minimum. Ex- yeah, exactly. Even my laptop is like uh, this thing is I think 16 Like, Mind you, the only games I play on PC are like StarCraft 2. So it's like I don't really need that 16 gigs of RAM mm-hmm. just yet, you know, um, especially with uh, Warcraft 3 Reforged coming out I think next week. I'm mm-hmm. – Probably going to be hopping back on my PC, but my question is now: Should I rather just sell my computer here, or upgrade the graphics is it, card and is RAM? It, is it desktop? Is it de- de- desktop? Yeah, I prefer desktops because I just like switching. <sighs> if I were you, parts. if I were you, I would. Because like, because I'm thinking I'd of probably like, just the, sell the sh- my computer and buy a new one. Because yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that the shipping, the shipping the, yeah. costs to get it all the way back to South Africa as well. Yeah. I'd rather like it's going to cost so much. It's the thing is uh. uh Parts are cheaper here in America for ta- uh-huh. for tax reasons uh-huh. and import reasons. Like electronics are a lot cheaper here in America compared to where I'm from. 
Uh, so it was, I don't know, like I've been working well, look it out. At, look at what the cost is then. Yeah. Check out what the cost well, is. Like I said, I was more, I got to look out for the cost of how much it's going to cost to ship it over yeah, there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> be, uh, I guess gaming related, but yeah, I'm glad you're upgrading. That's going to be good. So you yeah. can uh, give a good review for Half-Life Alex when it comes yeah, out. Yeah, uh, tied to this, I actually put it last, but I should have put it with this, was the entire Half-Life collection is free oh, yeah. on Steam. Uh, Half-Life 1. Half-Life 2, ep- Half-Life ep- 2, Episode 1, mm-hmm. Half-Life 2, Episode 2, all free and then um, until March. In- they basically want you to play – get ho- if you haven't played Half-Life, they want you either – they want you to get hooked into the franchise because if you haven't played before or if you're like me who has played it, just get reinvigorated and pumped up because, look, I most likely have wouldn't have – bought the old ones especially the first one yeah because well i was gonna was say old. i i i do own i own half-life 2 half-life 2 episode 1 and episode 2 as well as a uh, black mesa which is not really mm-hmm. it was like a fan-made game mm-hmm. co-op uh, half-life game i enjoyed that too but um yeah it's because i played half-life so much when i was younger i never felt the need to actually buy the game but it's been so long so incredibly long especially like i think it's important to play half-life 1 now because uh, Half-Life um, Alex takes place right in between Half-Life yes. 1 and 2. And I remember Half-Life 2 very well, but I don't really remember much of Half-Life 1. So it's going to be very good for me to re- revisit that before seeing anything about Alex or even playing Alex. Yeah. Um, all right. So Half-Life Alex, they say it's coming March. I'm more inclined to believe them now because I feel like mm-hmm. why even put it out there, you know? Exactly. Why even talk like, about it? Like, like that? if it was – potentially delayed they'd just be like and it's the fact that it came from two other sources as well from the from the company and there's and also they said the game's done it's just bug fixes and 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 whatnot um all right let's move on to another topic that actually isn't in the rundown but you had sent to me yeah so it's exciting though (laughs) yeah knights of the old republic remake rumor Mm -hmm. so the rumor is that and this is coming from a Cinelinks, I think. I believe that's the name of the outlet. Anyways, the, the rumor is that they are remaking the Knights of the Old Republic, and it's possibly combining the two together, the first yeah. and second one. I have to be honest with you. I didn't like the second one as much as the first one. Yeah, the, uh, the, it was a bit yeah. slower. I mean, the fact that you can only, you can play the first one on your cell phone and they didn't release the second one for your cell phone says a lot. You know? a, yeah, like the first one to me was like one of my all-time fra- it was favorites like yeah. where the second one was like – it was cool, but it wasn't like the first one. Oh, yeah. It, was, and, it had, didn't have that – well, like, it, like I think it was almost like a reskin with just some other story yeah. elements. You know what I mean? So what, basically what they want to do is they want to keep – Basically, the game very similar, but change some of the story elements to fit into. They want to make a canon. So, yeah. So the the thing from what I was able to gather from a couple of these rumors and leaks was that it's going to be a combination of Kotar one and two together, and I think they're gonna they're gonna be using a lot of the elements they said mm-hmm. and making a canon. But the way they phrase that obviously points out that they're probably going to not be using a bunch mm-hmm. of other elements from the game too because mm-hmm. it's not canon and they can't really make it canon. Um, but the, the, I mean, they linked it back to I think um, the new Star Wars, um, or was it, it was either the Last Jedi or the, the most recent Star Wars. They kind of confirmed one of the entities from Knights of the Old Republic. Yes, uh, Revan. Yes, they had a Revan Legion or whatever. So, uh, I hope that they modernize. I mean, like as as much as I would love a, a remake from the ground up. Or then again, one of the sources was saying it's almost 
like a sequel, which leads me to believe that it's because because like they said, they're using some elements, but not all the elements. And then it's Knights of the Old Republic one and two probably put together. It's going to be I, I think it's I think like the one guy calling it a sequel and the one guy calling it a remake. I can see where there's some confusion there. I, I almost see it as an entirely different, more like a reboot than a remake. You know, mm-hmm. I think that it'd be more accurate to say to be like a reboot. Um, I hope that they modernize it. Like I saw with the Final Fantasy franchise when they went from turn-based to yeah. act- like active combat. And we've seen it do really well with Respawn doing Yeah, uh, and like Resident Evil 2 uh, remake, they've changed the controls to modernize it. So, yeah, and I had mentioned before when we had, I don't know, how many episodes we talked about it and how I wish they remade it. And, exactly. And, and yeah. modernized the combat uh, instead well, of the turn-based system. Because everything else is, I think, perfectly fine. They don't yeah. need to change the like the the skill trees, yeah. the the RP, like the even like the, the conversations. Uh-huh. Not, not, just the combat needs to be more, um, well, like le- like I said, less turn-based. Not even active turn-based, but more like the respawn game that uh, Jedi Fallen Order. You know? Am I blanking? I I don't think uh, there was voices in the first one. I don't think it's voice based. No, it's it's it's, it's text based. It's all so text based. They... Yeah. All your dialogue options. I think that there were like you had your cutscenes, but yeah. like no one like the NPCs didn't have voices. You yeah, just had to read it. yeah. that would be nice touch if mm-hmm. they went in. I don't know how far. One, we don't know if this rumor is true or not. True, Two, yeah. uh, what they're gonna do? But it's all speculation at this point. But it is exciting news nonetheless. Oh yeah. I... And it's the closest thing I'm to not, a real confirmation we've had in a long time. And also, I'm not a huge remake guy, reboot guy. Usually, like, for example, the only reason I bought Last of Us uh, for PS4 was because I had that glitch on the PS3 version mm-hmm. and I never got to finish it. I think if I had finished it, I don't think I would have. I don't think I would – honestly, I don't think I would have bought the PS4 version of it. I mean, complete, completely understandable. Uh, uh, but this is something where – no, no, no. I definitely am getting this if this is true. You know what I mean? Like, when, I'm, I'm all for remakes and re, uh, remakes and even reboots when, it, when it's a game that's old enough to kind of deserve yes. one. You know what I mean? Like the, the Last of Us 2 remaster – sorry, the Last of Us remaster was uh, nice, but it was just a slight update in the graphics. Whereas like a game from 20 years ago, you're going yes, to exactly. the, you're gonna have to change the gameplay mechanics, yes. everything about it. Um, sometimes it's also the exact opposite and you get a home run with like Crash Bandicoot or Spire where it's the exact same game but just smoother and the updated graphics. Mm-hmm. But then you look at games like uh, Final Fantasy VII coming out. You know what I mean? It's completely, completely new. Um, it's for one, it's not 2D. It's not like 8-bit, you know what I mean? It's it's old enough to deserve that. And I think that's the same with Knights of the Old Republic. Even the camera view, they can go more modernized with that. Yeah. You don't have to have this like third uh, third person bird's eye view camera. We can make it more like third person following and mm-hmm. it's it deserves it. So I, I'm I hope it's real. Um, speaking of that, one of the other things that got rumored for a remake was uh, SSX Tricky, which is also mm-hmm. a game I believe old enough that deserves a remake. And people have been asking for it for years. Uh, and the developers have finally spoken out and said, we've been wanting to do one for years, but we don't own the IP. <laughs> so it's all up to uh, EA and SSX, the people who own the IP, to to do another oh. one. Speaking of, of IPs and things uh, working on, uh, Valve came out and denied that they were working on Left 4 Dead. Three. No, that's yeah. a bummer, man. They said the, they said the rumors because you know there's been rumors. Yeah, and then they they, like that. there was even that like there wasn't there like a uh, that image that spelt with like the three fingers like yeah. Left or Dead. Oh. So they they came out and said nope, not happening. Unless so. it is happening, and that's just like a genius <laughs> PR stunt. <laughs>
I mean, no, it it's, could, probably, it, it's probably not happening. No. no, no, they're working on Alex. They're and then like they're manufacturing uh, the index. They got yeah. a lot going on, so. and they're printing money with Steam. So they're literally printing money. So um, next thing we've got up is uh, let's see here. We've got uh, oh, your Dragon Ball Z mm. review. Yes, um, I'll, I'll get. I'll dive into this right now. Okay. So as uh, I think I told you before, and I'm very firm on this. I think as an overall game. As a game, I give it a 7.8 out of 10. As a Dragon Ball Z game, I give it over 9,000 out of 10. Because <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's definitely – it's something that is – it's such a beautiful game if you're a fan of the series. And mm-hmm. there are some people who uh, – before the time spec- – uh, I wouldn't say speculated. But before the time, they were more pushed away from it because they're like, I don't want to relive the same story for the 100th freaking time in the 10th freaking game. You know what I mean? But – and I mean, yes, you are doing but that, but it's so magical, and they really nail it this time. Like mm-hmm. they absolutely nail it. Like previously, you're kind of watching these cutscenes and then fighting them, but you're kind of in this one. You're fighting throughout the cutscenes, and you're you're getting these updated cutscenes, and it's the whole story from Dragon Ball Z, from the beginning all the way till the end. It's uh, uh, in four different arcs. You got the first arc with the uh, Raditz and the Saiyans and all that. And then you have your second arc, which is the Frieza arc, and the Namekians and all that. Then you have your third arc, which is the androids and the Cell saga, and your fourth arc, which is the Boo saga. And there's intermissions in between that. Um, I haven't finished the game yet because of the Dragon because of the Dragon Ball system mm-hmm. in the game. When you use the Dragon Balls, you have to wait about 20 minutes real lifetime before you can use them again. Oh, really? Real lifetime? Real lifetime. <laughs> you got to wait 20 minutes real lifetime before you can use the dragon. I mean, they are kind of OP. They're the Dragon Balls. <laughs> you can, you can uh, make wishes. But um, uh, you use the Dragon Balls. There's a certain point in time where you use the Dragon Balls to revive previous enemies so mm-hmm. that you can fight them again as a higher level. It's kind of a cool way of keeping you interacted. I was worried about the side quests hopping into this, but... I found the side quests very refreshing. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of them were like fetch quests or just go here and do this kind of quest. But uh, I enjoyed the little slice of life moments that were happening in between these big epic arcs that I was watching on TV as a mm-hmm. kid. The fishing system is shallow, I think. Um, I think even the cooking system is kind of shallow. But it's there and I'm glad that they put it in there. I like the skill trees. They did a good job with the skill trees. Um, the way that you level up your character progressively, mm-hmm. giving him new powers to use, like, for instance, Super Saiyan 1, 2, 3, etc. Uh, you, you upgrade your super moves. You level them up. You don't just play as Goku. I'm sure a lot of people know this. You mm-hmm. get to play as Goku, Vegeta, Piccolo, Trunks, Gohan. Um, pretty much a lot of the characters, and there are points in time where you have all these characters to choose from to change your party as to how you want to play the game, which is really cool. Completely single player. I love it. I can't wait to see where the DLC goes. My one gripe with the game is, and this is something that apparently they fixed in the day one patch. There was a 10 gig day one patch. The game was supposed to be about 34 gigs big. I installed it. It was about four. It was about, uh, sorry, it was, it was supposed to be 34 gigs. I got it at like 47 gigs. Uh, and the day one patch was to fix the load times. And they also added new uh, fast travel locations. Mm-hmm. And looking b- like having played this game, I'm trying to think if they didn't add those extra fast travel locations and this, they didn't add this day one patch, I would have hated the game because the load times are a pain in the ass. And the 10 gig patch was supposed to fix the load times. Mm-hmm. And the load times are – so I can't even imagine how bad the load times must have been before this 10 gig patch. And there must have been a simple way to go around this because there are parts in the side quest where 
you got to like it's it's going to be dialogue. Me and you, Dennis, are talking, mm-hmm. and then I need to go talk to somebody else. But because he's in a different part of the world, I have to load up that whole world, that whole map, and that whole area. Load it up just to get the two words out of his mouth to then go back to the other area. Like just to have a small cutscene. So, mm-hmm. like I did a side quest this morning that probably took me twenty minutes just because I had to like. I had one fight and I just have to like fly to one place, load the whole area, say two words of dialogue, fly back to the other place, say another two words of dialogue. I was like playing middleman between two people. So that was a bit annoying. Which is fine if the load times are very quick. And they are, but when you're, when you're, when you're experiencing a load time literally every like almost 30 seconds, mm. it's like literally, hi, Dennis, how are you doing? Mm. I'm doing good in you. Okay, load time onto the next map. Mm. <laughs> it's, that's where it starts getting a, as, as an issue. But – Overall, yeah, like I said, uh, as a game, 7.8 out of 10. As a Dragon Ball Z game, they smash it out of the park. If you are a fan of the series, mm-hmm. you will you will love this game. Like I haven't heard anything bad about it from a fan at all. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like the if you like the fighting style from the from the Xenoverse games, you'll be more familiar to this, and it's it's a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the game gets more tricky when you're fighting more than one person at a time. Like so, you you can't just spam your attacks. You got to like think your attacks out at certain points. Mm-hmm. And the level progression system is good. Uh, if you're fighting someone five, like five levels above you, you will struggle. If you're fighting someone five levels below you, you'll like cl- clean the table with them. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're fighting someone that's the same level of you, it, it's actually so well balanced. Like you feel like it's a good challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said as well, I never really saw a difficulty setting in the game. I don't know if there is one. I just play. I was so excited. Mm-hmm. I just jumped right into the game. How many playing. hours of gameplay is it? It's. I think the main story is supposed to be something like thirty. But I've I've been playing for more than that. I'm only, <laughs> I, I can imagine. Yeah, I'm only on the third like the third arc, and I've played way more than that. But it's because I like to do all the side quests, mm-hmm. and then like I said, the Dragon Ball wait time and all these other things. Um, Wrapping up, what was I going to say? Yeah, if you're a fan of the series, you're going to love it. If you're not, then not so much. Um, haven't heard anything bad about it so far. So, yeah, they really know. They, they, they did a great job with this game. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very happy with it. It's everything I wanted it to be. And I had some worries in the beginning that, like, the open world exploration mm-hmm. might be a bit dead end. But it's nice. Everything feels like it's loved in. And you feel like you're in Toriyami's mind, like, experiencing it. How many Dragon Ball Z games have an open world RPG action RPG like none really like, so this is the first one because I know they have Dragon Ball Z fighting games like Dragon Ball Fighters was basically just Marvel vs. Capcom that's yeah. literally what Dragon Ball Fighters is it's Marvel vs. Capcom but Dragon Ball Z characters we had a Dragon Ball Z the Budokai series way back in the PlayStation 2 game I loved those there were kind of moments like the in Dragon Ball Z Budokai 3 that was kind of open world which I liked similar to this mm-hmm. game but it was like the fights, you go into a fight and it doesn't change. In Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, the fight happens where you are in the world at that time. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to go to like oh, an arena and then have your 2v2 mm-hmm. fight. You know what I mean? Um, no, this really it, – it, it pushed it to it pushed it to its limits. I'm, I'm really excited to see what they're going to do for DLC because they're going to have to. I can, I can see them doing a good chunk of Dragon Ball Z – sorry, Dragon Ball Super in this uh, world because mm-hmm. they just have to add a couple extra levels uh, to be able to pull that off. Cool. All right, so that's uh, Dragon Ball Z. How do you pronounce it? Uh, Kakarot. Kakarot. Yeah. Okay. Which is interesting that they went with that name. I mean, he is the main character, mm-hmm. but like I said, there are a lot of points in time in the game where you're not playing as Kakarot, who is mm-hmm. Goku. You're not playing as him all the time. Um, but yes, the the level. I really enjoyed. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Having played the having played where I am up until this point, mm-hmm. I don't know if there was a difficulty setting before jumping in. I just jumped in and started playing it. Um, I enjoyed the difficulty that it was at, but. 
I never once got because it rates your fights mm-hmm. on like an A, B, C, S rank kind of thing. I've only once or twice gotten an A rank. Every other time I've gotten an S rank. Mm-hmm. So it's I don't know. And then like uh, there's no in between. It's either that or I lose the fight. You know, I either completely lose the fight or I get an S rank. <laughs> oh, that's so I, so that's that's my other quarrel about it. Mm-hmm. But I loved it. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I binged the crap out of it. <laughs> I imagined. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Next one. We mentioned this before. Lightly touch upon this. Dying Light 2 got delayed. It was supposed to release this spring, uh, but there's no release date. So like, you know, Cyberpunk 2077, they are like, sorry, guys, we, you know, we're going to do a delay because we got to do all the stuff to it. But they gave like September in in an actual date where this one, they're like, don't know. Don't know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of more. Worrying. Yeah, I mean, what this is like. I would assume also the fall. That's uh, yeah, this is what I would guess. But there's the letter. I mean, speaking of delays as well. I mean, this isn't too. I guess it's kind of related to what we were talking about since we spoke about Star Wars. But the fact that the Obi Wan series is suspended indefinitely is heartbreaking for me, Dennis. <laughs> like it's absolutely and 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 Ian McGregor said he read the scripts and they were like they're promising. They're wonderful. The scripts are wonderful. But apparently oh. they want to go back and redo the scripts. Oh, I mean, I just want the series, man. Like, I don't. <laughs> to be honest, I almost don't even care much about like the story. I just want to see Ian McGregor use a lightsaber, and I want to see the behind the scenes because you know he's going to be making the sound effects with his mouth again. <laughs> he's going to do that because the rumor was is, was that it was completely canceled, but apparently it's not. It's just that they mm. want to go. They they stop. Pro- they were going to go into production. I guess they stopped production and they're like, all right, let's rework some of the scripts. I don't know coming from where, Kathleen Kennedy, someone else at Lucasfilm, and they want to rework it and then do it. So, I wonder if that has any – I mean obviously it has to do with the success of The Mandalorian. I'm wondering if they were worried that it wasn't going to match that quality maybe. Maybe. That could be it. I mean look, look as long as uh, – I mean, it's also one of those things, the more they delay it, the more Ian McGregor is going yeah, to no. fit the character anyways, yeah, yeah. you know, fit the role. All right. Um, Dying Light 2 being delayed, that is unfortunate. There's a lot of fans out of the series. I know there's a lot yeah. of people who are, ups, who are, I wouldn't say like angry, but just sad. Well, but, yeah, you know, Adam Galloway, who does uh, some sound mixing stuff here at Collider, he came in and he's like, he was like upset that Dying Light, because he loved the first one. Mm-hmm. He was like, Dying Light 2 got... So, and, what, and what we have seen from, like, um, Dying Light 2, it looks like it was going to be really good. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. All right. Uh, second uh, – or not second one. Uh, next one is uh, Splinter Cell's creative director is returning to Ubisoft. So Maxine ba- Baland, Baland uh, you know, he started as a mm. game tester back in the day. Man. Working up from wow. a game tester. <laughs> That's intense. And they, you know, worked there for 20 years, and he served as the creative director Ooh. for Rainbow Six Vegas, design director for Assassin's Creed, creative director for Splinter Cell Conviction and Splinter Cell Blacklist. Oh, Black- he, Blacklist was such a good game. Then right? he left Ubisoft uh, early last year to become the creative director at uh, Epic Games, worked on the Far Cry series, and then he left Epic Games at the end of last year. And now has rejoined Ubisoft. He also had tweeted out, I think in 2019 at some point, that he was working on the next Splinter Cell game and then was just kidding. But everyone knew he wasn't just kidding because it wasn't a funny yeah. – you know what I mean? <laughs> it wasn't a funny tweet. It was – yeah. It was It was more like he said something that he shouldn't have said and then he told – Like just him, kidding but definitely, yeah. definitely not kidding. <laughs> Absolutely serious. 
So everyone's waiting for uh, a next Splinter Cell game. There's been, you know, disappointing sales for their kind of last two series, uh, Ghost Recon and D- The mm-hmm. Division. Which is also, I, I, I mean, I, I saw promise in The Division. It wasn't my kind of game. Uh-huh. I, man, I just, I want, like, I, I really hope they go back to the old school Tom Clancy series style, yeah. you know? I mean, to me, I, I mentioned before, like, these games are coming out too often and there's mm. too similar where where splinter cell i'm excited about because i, I that franchise is it's different right you're the, the solo guy very the whole, the whole it's spec stealth kind of thing, yeah you know? it's not uh it's not squad based it's not firefights the only thing that's as stealth and as big of a triple a game that i can think of is metal gear solid but yeah. even then that's a completely different game you yeah know? yeah in terms of how you're playing it it's uh but yeah, the stealth and realism, like that's I really miss that. I I really miss the like the whole spec ops stealth mode of the old ones. So hopefully this single, is single player another sign that that's what's being worked on and what's coming down the pipe. Mm. Uh, and you know, figure at this point of the cycle, it would be on one of the next gen systems. Yeah, and maybe maybe they were working on it. and They're like, you know what? Oh, you know what? I don't think we're gonna. I don't think I. Link this to you, but I was reading up about why the uh, they the why the Cyberpunk uh, twenty seventy seven uh, part of the reason why they think it got delayed is because of them preparing for the next gen console launch. They said they want to make sure that it's optimized as well for the the PS five as well as the Xbox One. I mean, I mean the Xbox. I mean, if they have Series a version X. of that, at least that's what one of the people uh, one of the people working uh-huh. there at the company said that they're working on optimization issues for the next gen console. Now the question is, when is that going to come out for the next gen console? Because mm. that would be pretty awesome to play on uh, PS5 on, or Xbox on, on launch series Xbox yeah. Series X or whatever. It'll be it'll be fun to do that on launch. Like I mean, because what they said September. Well, September is when yeah the, the, yeah, the well, current I mean, generation comes out. Yes, yeah, so I would imagine that that gives that gives them a couple of months as well to. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, November. I, I can see it being one of those situations where it's the same as GTA Five and The Last of Us, where it's like it gets released at the end of this console's uh, generation, if mm-hmm. you will, and then it gets re-released on the right in the beginning on the next generation. You know, maybe a, a couple months into the next generation. Cool. I, I see that. I definitely see them do it. it I mean, most people are not going to wait for the next generation just to play. You know what I mean? Exactly. They're going to yeah. play on what they have, and then if they love it that much, they'll buy the the. Exactly. Upgraded yeah. version. Um, uh, quickly, Hellblade developer Ninja Theory mm-hmm. is uh, announces Project Mara, which is a horror game. The uh, Ninja Theory, which is behind uh, Hellblade and also Heavenly Sword and Devil May Cry. Did you ever play Heavenly Sword? No, I did not. That's still to this day on my list. I apparently I, I heard great things about uh-huh. that. That was on the PS3. I heard good things about it. I never played it. I've always wanted to though. Yeah. So they want to work on this horror game uh, called Project Mara. But remember, Ninja Theory was bought by Microsoft. So that will be an Xbox. It's it's definitely going to be exclusive. (laughs) I mean, uh, Our Worlds 2 is going to be an exclusive. 100%. The only reason it wasn't exclusive is they bought them when it was like – I don't when, know if it was mid-cycle or, or, they were or pretty, end of cycle. Yeah. And they already had put all the money in development and marketing for the people. Exactly, yeah. You know, even Microsoft buying them was like, it's not worth killing that version because it, Microsoft has already knows they lost the Xbox, the current generation, yeah. right? They're, they're obviously going to, you know, keep doing what they can. 
but they're they're not going to sacrifice money. It's almost like it happens in cycles if you look at it. Like the PS2 dominated, yeah. The Xbox 360 dominated. Yeah. Now the PS4 yeah. is dominating, and who knows? Maybe the the Series X is going to dominate because I know they've been marketing a hell of a lot better than Sony has. Yes. So who knows? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. It's it's all going to be exclusives, and you know every mm. game. Yeah. I mean, I I'm, I I'm I'm happy. Because I, I didn't really uh, – this is a hot take. A lot of people might not agree with me. I personally wasn't a fan of Hellblade Senua. Mm-hmm. Just not my – it was beautiful. Don't mm-hmm. like get me wrong. It was a beautiful game. But it wasn't uh, my type of story or my type of game. So I just love Ninja Theory, man. I've yet to play a game from Ninja Theory that I have not enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're usually always badass and intense. You know what I mean? So I'm looking forward to it. Um, it sounds cool as well. Yeah. A real a real world and grounded representation of mental terror. <laughs> so it's going to be a, a psychological thriller, I guess, something yeah. along those lines. Um, and then we have Sonic the Hedgehog, this uh, movie that's been highly talked about, may, not for good reasons, but then later it's kind of like almost like a redemption story, yeah. right? I was because, like, it's like, it is. Yeah, you're right. It's like a, it's a good redemption story. So like now they turn I'm the – I'm definitely going to watch it. <laughs> they turn the kind of negative headlines into more positive headlines. Anyways, it's tracking for – it's not coming out until uh, I think it's coming, mid-February. Yeah, just just a couple of days before my, uh, my birthday. And it's um, – going to track it's tracking at i think 40 plus million which is pretty good for a movie that's cost a little under a hundred um you know people including myself did not think it would break 25 opening are we talking are we talking uh, domestic yeah for opening yeah we're talking okay yeah. for no, opening. Not, not not international but domestic. not international yeah. i was going to say I was like, those numbers i was thinking international i was like those no, numbers no, no, are no, really no. low no no definitely is going to be making more than that okay um, okay yeah for sure i mean that yeah that makes that makes sense to me 40 i can you know what we're a little while away maybe we can throw back maybe we can have a throwback about this when it comes away i'm going to go ahead and put my money on say it's going to i think it's going to do better i think it's going to do 60 on opening oh, weekend oh wow i think it's going to do 60 on opening weekend all i got to say is domestically that- I'm happy or for 58. them because the redesign <laughs> was much needed. Yes, and I almost feel – I know we don't really owe it to them to go watch the movie because no. we don't owe anything to them. But I kind of feel obliged. I was one of the people who complained and, and then they fixed it and I was happy. So And they used one of my favorite artists to fix mm-hmm. it. Um, so I kind of do feel obliged even though I'm not obliged. So I, I think it's just a, the right d- business decision. Yeah. Look, like I said, you have the creepy-ass one, the creepy-ass Sonic – you're not going to sell any merch. One, the movie is going to get torn apart for just the looks, right? You, I mean, you said it. You glossed it over just now, but you're absolutely right, dude. Merchandising would have – who, who wants who to buy like, this gangly long leg? Teeth. Yeah, <laughs> like that's not cute. The, the, the redesign is cute. Yeah. It's like the original Sonic. So. And it's gonna it's gonna be oh, it's definitely gonna be a lot easier to produce toys along with the design that they went with now. You know the more cutesy approach. Yeah. It's gonna sell better. It's a much better idea. And then also just the fact that we're talking about it right now, we are still talking about it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's gone through so much, and it's and it's and it, even though it's been hell, it's been marketing. You know what I mean? Dude, I'm telling you, it's infinitely. It looks infinitely better. Oh yeah. It's it, it looks like miles. My, one looked like this, like you know the, what, what the old one looked like. It looked like when a foreign country doesn't want to pay, pay IP rights. The par- and, so they do yeah, the parody yeah, rights. They, <laughs> and, and so they make something that's like similar to something popular. Instead of Transformers, and, and, it's Transmorphers. Yeah. <laughs> so like that wasn't like Sonic the Hedgehog. That was like some sort of like uh, 
like Gronic the, the you know what I mean? <laughs> Chronic the Hedgehog. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. So you know now it looks like mm. the Hedge Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, there's some differences, but it definitely looks much better. They so. also like I know I brought it up last time as well, but they lo- they fixed a lot of the CGI issues, not just regarding Sonic, but the actual effects around him. Yeah. You know, like the lightning and all those things were redone as well, and mm. it ma- made it look a lot more real. Uh, looking back at like the original trailer, there was a point in time where there's an explosion and the car gets flipped uh-huh. over and the explosion is brighter than the sun, <laughs> which is physically impossible. <laughs> so they had to kind of make a couple changes that I'm glad they did. And they fixed some lighting issues with CGI. The lighting looks a lot better because light when it comes to CGI, lighting make or, yeah. it makes or breaks something, you know. Yeah. But I mean some of that stuff I think originally, you know, would have been done naturally just because yeah. of it. But remember it was delayed. Because it, it was supposed to come out, I think, in the fall or winter yeah. of last year. I think it's all a good move. Delay it, make it look better, more better, better buzz about it. People are talking about it, how bad it is. Now everyone's talking about how good it looks. There if, you go. If this movie so does this, well, is this the new formula? Is this the new formula? Say. Right? Purposely mess up a beloved character, get everyone to start hating on it, then if, come in and save the day and fix it so right. it looks like it's good, and then people people feel obliged to go see it. That is the new model, right? They're, they're going to do it with the Matrix Four. I can, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you now, it's going to happen with the Matrix Four. <laughs> I mean, I will. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the Matrix Four because I know the um, they can't get Agent Smith. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he's. Uh, he says he, he's he's either refused to do the job or maybe they're not paying him his rate. I don't know. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if this movie makes a lot of money, I can definitely see a lot of companies following suit. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Uh, next one, The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Not the live action series, but they're making a live anime movie for Netflix called The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf. And what gets me excited more than just being The Witcher – is that the team behind Legend of oh, Korra yeah. and Voltron, Legendary Defender, and the it, also the, the two producers, uh, Lauren Hisrek and Bo uh, DeMeo, and Studio Mir, the Korean animation studio that's behind it, are going to do this as well. So that makes me doubly excited. I was, that was the part that got me the most excited. Exactly. Exa- you know what? Everything you just said. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how I felt when I read, uh, I read the article earlier this week and that was the, in my circle. It was literally announced as studio that does Le- Legend <laughs> yeah. of Korra doing uh, the new um, Witcher uh, movie. I thought it was going to be a series, uh, but no, a, no, a, movie, a, a movie is a smarter choice, I think, financially as well. Yeah, and also, and it's you, more doable you, for you still a have the live action yeah. series going on. You don't want to like totally confuse what's Kill going it as on. Well, yeah. yeah, it's like, look, you got the live action series, which is very popular. They said it's the most watched first season on Netflix. Uh, with 76 million. And Netflix likes to release numbers when it's good. They never yeah. release when it's bad. So they said 60, 76 mil, uh, million members uh, watched the series in the first four weeks of release. That doesn't mean they finished it from beginning to end, but they but at least they started it. Yeah. They at least started it. Um, I think, I mean, it's going to probably be its own standalone. One of, like, yeah. I mean, if, if anybody's read the books or played the game, there are so many standalone stories that yeah. you can, like, that you, we have, the characters now established, not just within the video game world and pop culture world, but now it's, it's a household, it's basically mm-hmm. almost a household name. Everyone knows Geralt of Rivia now, you know what I mean? Um, the Butcher of Blaviken. We all, we all know the Butcher of Blaviken. But, so that's cool. So we're going to get this, I think we're going to get this movie and it's not going to tell us much about his origin because we don't need it. We don't need it. We've got the series. We've got the games. We've got the books. So it's going to be nice to 
and it's just I'm I'm excited for it because that studio knows how to pull off action, man. Mm-hmm. They know how to pull off, and they do these beautiful di- like dynamic shots, yeah. and they know how to carry emotion as well through animation. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, here we go. These pictures, leaked pictures of uh, prototype Xbox Series X and mm. the ports on the back. It looks legit to me. Yeah. Look, people are saying they could be fake through 3D printing. But like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Some people just like attention. But anyways, it looks legit. Um, I mean, it has ports. The one noticeable thing that's missing is a HDMI in port. Okay. Um, because... I used to use it on my Xbox One, or yeah, I don't use it anymore. But I used to use it when I used to have cable, because I would output the cable into the Xbox One, and then I was able to, you know, go through there to watch television. I don't have cable anymore. Uh, yeah, so um, that's a less, lot. A lot of people don't. <laughs> yes, less important, but it is still a nice feature to have. Mm. Uh, but since everything is app based. Um, you know. Do you think we're gonna get more than just two USB slots? Surely we'll get more. I mean, we got the. I see there's the two at the back, which leads me to. It doesn't look like there is anything on the front, though. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I'm always a fan of having extra. Uh, that's a slightly annoying place to have the USB inputs. But hey, it's, I guess it does make the front look sleeker, and most and everything's wireless, so who cares, you know? You're yeah, pro- you're probably going to have your own separate like wireless charging station for your controllers, anyways. Yeah, so at least I do like the vents. They got big. They got bigger vents there, which uh, I mean, it looks like a mini PC tower. Yeah, it, you know? it really does. Yeah. I mean, that's what people are saying. You know, do we do we know if it's? Uh, we still don't really know if it's going to be. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Car. Uh, Compartmentalized or no? Uh, modular. Modular. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We still don't know if it's going to be modular. Or no. Not. I I think that's something that if they do announce that, if that is a feature, they'll announce it at E3. Yeah. And then also, like we said, they'll probably have their own Xbox parts, like the official brand that you'll be buying for the up- upgraded graphics cards, etc. You know. Yeah. You don't want to go third party when it comes to this, anyways. You know. No. No. Um, all right. Uh, I think. Is that it? There, I, I will say a big DLC that came out this week for Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm-hmm. Um, I am, I'm going to be playing it later tonight. I just bought it this morning. Uh, looking forward to it. I've uh, gotten great reviews from all my friends. You get to play – Okay, uh, anybody playing Kingdom has, who has played Kingdom Hearts knows you get to play as Sora. Um, now you get to play as Riku, Roxas. You get to play as all the Keyblade wielders in the final chapter of the game. If you've played the game before in the final chapter of the game, you're kind of running past all your teammates who are in these fights. Now you get to do those fights mm-hmm. as your teammates, which is wonderful. Um, you get to play as Kyrie, Kyrie even, and it's just been wonderful. My, my friend finished it earlier today. He said it was fantastic, 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. There's probably going to be more DLC. Um, still no Final Fantasy characters, but he says it's been great. And the fluidity of each character and how different each character's combat is has been wonderful, he says. So that looks good. And then... Um, one of the other things I think it is coming out. It's, I think actually no, I think it's it's either come out this week or it's coming out next week. But it's the the PlayStation uh, Four back button that mm-hmm. we spoke about uh-huh. recently. I'm actually going to be if it is if it did come out this week. Actually, gonna, I'm going to go pick it up at GameStop right now, and I can give you guys a review about that next week. I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's basically just adding some extra buttons at the, the mm-hmm. back of the controller there for you. But I'm looking forward to that. That looks cool. Oh, I forgot to mention uh, the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners has come out. Uh, I have a copy. Uh, you know, I've played some of it, but I haven't gotten far enough to do a review. But I'm liking it. 
I'm liking it. It's 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 my type of game, right? It's one of those open world where you have missions, story based. Uh, and, what are you playing it on? Uh, which one? H- uh, sorry, Oculus uh, Rift. Oh yes, that's right. It, it's not. VR it's one, not yeah. on Quest. It's oh, not on gosh, Quest. Yeah. Not yet. Uh, they said they were going to talk. Uh, right yeah. now, you can play it on Rift, Rift S, and um, you, I mean, you spoke and about HTC, this a while ago. Yeah, yeah, HTC Vive. So that it has come out now. And man, there's so many leading up to Half Life, Alex. There are so many VR deals going on, uh, yes. which we will probably be covering in the weeks to come up until the launch. But that's always good news. Um, man, I'm happy. I'm actually, I'm, I'm gonna, I need to try that out at some point. If you ever bring it to the office, I definitely want to check it out. Uh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Like I said, bought bought my uh, bought my uh, graphics card, not only for uh, Half Life Alex, but so I can play. You know, I just the- I just had a big aha moment. I'm, I guess just because we have covered it up until now, new season of Apex is coming out, uh, new character as well, new guns, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, probably don't have much time to talk about that, but. Um, Yes, there is a new season of Apex coming out, and obviously mm-hmm. that means there's going to be a new character coming out. Looks quite cool. We'll probably speak more about that next week when I've actually got some experience on the new season and the new character. Cool. All right. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, any, anything else you want to talk about or any, no. anything you're playing right now? I mean, um, I've, I'm probably going to go back to Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, the <laughs> uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, the uh, Remind DLC. And um, still playing a lot of Fortnite, uh, which is interesting. I don't know why. I, like, it's, it's just I genuinely don't know why I play so much Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I can't even give you a good reason, Dennis. But <laughs> like, it's it's I either play a, I go through like times where I'm playing a lot of Apex or I stop and I play a lot of Fortnite. I think it's it's got to do with my friendship circles, like who's online yeah, yeah. at the time. And some people, like my one friend, he loves playing Fortnite but hates Apex. And I was like. It's you don't have to worry about building. Like think about yeah. it. You don't have to worry about like. And he's like, it looks too complicated. I was like, how is Apex more complicated than all the things you have to do in Fortnite? Yeah. Anyways, but cool. yeah. So uh, I've just been doing that, and uh, mainly watching a lot of anime. Cool. A lot, a lot of anime. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Uh, well, Josh, where can people find you before we take off? Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at Josh You guys can follow me on Twitch at Josh underscore Toki. And you guys can find me on Twitter at ThinkHero, Instagram, Dennis.TZNG. Make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Collider Games. And also subscribe to our Collider podcast feed, which is the Collider Factory feed for this show every single week. Until next time, see you guys later. See you next time. Stay little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you've got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary.